Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Keeping it rural this morning. 23 degrees here at Eau Claire. Scott with you. It's 5 a.m. This is WAXX 104.5 radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin on the FM side. Let's hear some world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. President Trump is addressing his largest crowd ever as he kicks off his first official visit to India. The First Lady and I have just traveled 8,000 miles around the globe to deliver a message to every citizen across this nation. America loves India. The rally, dubbed Namaste Trump, is the first event at the largest cricket stadium in the world with a maximum capacity of 110,000. It was billed as a sequel to the Texas rally held last year, Howdy Modi, when 50,000 Indian Americans greeted Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi on his visit. It's unclear if the president, who's on a trip with his wife and a 12-person official delegation, will make any official major policy announcements while in India. Former Democratic presidential candidate Marianne Williamson is endorsing Bernie Sanders. Williamson made a surprise appearance at a Sanders rally in Texas to back the Vermont senator. The self-help guru told the crowd in Austin that Sanders has been steadfast in his beliefs for decades. She also said he'll have no problem going head-to-head with President Trump in November. Chinese President Xi Jinping says the coronavirus is the worst public health crisis in China since the country was founded in 1949. More than 77,000 cases of the respiratory illness have been recorded in mainland China since the outbreak began in late December. More than 2,600 people have died. She said on Sunday that the situation is still severe and complex with efforts to prevent and control the virus at their most critical stage. While she said those efforts are starting to have an effect, the outbreak will likely have a great impact on the Chinese economy. And fans will fill the Staples Center today to say goodbye to Los Angeles Lakers legend Kobe Bryant. A public memorial service is going to be held at the Lakers home court for Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter Gianna. They were among nine people killed in a helicopter crash last month. Tens of thousands of people registered to get tickets to the event, though the arena only holds 20,000 people. Those who can't make it in person can watch it on NBA TV or online via Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. For most farmers, the 2019 crop year was a challenge. As you decide on your crop insurance plans for 2020, look to Egg Country Farm Credit Services for help with your risk management options. We can provide you with a complete package using the expertise of our team of insurance specialists and loan officers working together to provide the analysis and options you need to make sound crop insurance decisions. Stop in or call your local Egg Country office today to learn more. If you're in the market to buy a new home, sell your home, or both, the only call you need to make is to Edina Realty. Edina Realty has multiple offices throughout Wisconsin and Minnesota. Whether you're looking for a lakeshore cabin up north or a condo in Eau Claire, Edina Realty should be your next call or click. From buying to selling and all the work in between, Edina Realty's trained professional agents are ready to help you every step of the way. Call Edina Realty today, 715-839-SOLD, or search Edina Realty Chippewa Valley online. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 23 degrees as we get the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report chores underway. If you happen to miss the show here or miss something on the show that you want to hear, be sure to go to 20inarowwax.com, our website, and click on the Midwest Farm Report page. Scroll down and you'll see our podcast. Click on the podcast. You can hear the entire show plus... A lot of other great news and 
interviews that we have on that side. As I said, 23 degrees here in Eau Claire. La Crosse has 20. Marshfield's at 27. Green Bay, 29. Rice Lake, 23. Wausau's at 25. Madison has 30. Milwaukee's at 36. And up on Iman Ridge, my beautiful weather reporter there, tells me it's 26 degrees. Well, today we'll bring some more dry weather, but clouds will be moving in during the day, later in the day. Southern parts of the area could see some snow on Tuesday. Deep in southern Wisconsin, there could be a couple of inches on Tuesday and into, into Wednesday. And the air in the region will cool down through the week. Today we're looking at a high of 37 with a low of 23. Tuesday, a high of 34 with a low of 20. And Wednesday, a high of 26 with a low of 7. Farm News is being brought to you by Oxbow International Corporation. Oxbow is setting the trend for sprayer innovation with their 7550 and 7650 all-wheel drive high clearance sprayers. With multiple tank and boom options, Oxbow can customize a unit to fit your needs. Oxbow offers direct manufacture to customer sales and service for support you can count on. Oxbow applying innovation, delivering customer service. Call Todd Frisch for more information or to schedule your demo. 920-838-5158 or visit Oxbow.com. If you're looking for a great-paying, part-time job with flexible hours, check out 2020 Census Jobs. Apply today at 2020census.gov forward slash jobs to help strengthen your community. Soil needs plants to stay healthy, just like plants need soil to survive. Nature thrives on forming connections. Farmers thrive on forming them, too. With Indigo Marketplace, we're setting out to connect every farmer with every buyer making it easier to find a market for the things that make your farm unique. Visit indigoag.com questions to find out more. Indigo. From questions, we grow. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Seven minutes after five here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's have a look at the morning markets on the cash livestock side of things. Fed beef steers are at 110 to 122 and a half, with mixed going 70 to 109. Fed beef heifers at 111 to 120, with mixed 60 to 110. Fed Holstein steers are at 87 to 86 and a half. Cows 40 to 72 and a half, and bulls 61 to 86. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 37 to 42, sows 20 to 24 and a half, boars 6 to 18. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at 141 to 170, and feeder lambs are at 135 to 230. On the livestock futures, live cattle for February are at 119.72, down 37. April 118.25, down 90 cents. June 110.27, down 65. And August 109.40, down 45. Feeder cattle for March are at 140.20, that's down 60 cents. April 142.10, down 42. May 142.85, down 72. August 149.67, down a dollar 37. And September 151, even down 135. Lean hogs for April are at 67.02, up 15 cents. May 74.02, down 45. June 81.85, down a dime. And July 82.72, down 35. 
A first look at the dairy markets. Barrels of cheese ended Friday up a half at 159. 40-pound blocks ended 176 and three quarters. And grade AA butter was steady at 175 and a half. The class three milk futures, February is up six at 1701. March down two at 1664. April down 16 at 1656. May down 17 at 1671. And those prices are down through the rest of 2020. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Ruder Ware is proud to exhibit at this year's Eau Claire Farm Show on Tuesday, March 3rd and Wednesday, March 4th from 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. both days. For 100 years, Ruder Ware has served as trusted advisors and legal counsel to generations of producers and businesses serving the industry. Services include succession planning, employment law, real estate, and tax. Find them online at RuderWare.com. See you at the Eau Claire Farm Show on Tuesday, March 3rd and Wednesday, March 4th from 9 a.m to 3.30 p.m. both days. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you, and that means you want to use Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. Wisconsin. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 11 minutes after 5 here at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. Happy FFA week, folks. FFA week, of course, since 1948 being celebrated on the week of Washington's birthday in part to commemorate George Washington's innovations in agriculture. Bob caught up with some of the state officers from dis, uh, from the regions around our neck of the woods. And this morning we're going to hear from Curtis Weltzine, who's from down in Arcadia. One of our state FFA officers from this part of Wisconsin is Curtis Weltzine from the Arcadia chapter. And he's in Section 3, of course, but he's a state treasurer this year. What do you do as a state treasurer? You got a lot of money to deal with? Uh, yeah. Uh, biggest responsibility is coming up here in March. We're going to have our board meeting middle of March. Uh, this is where I help Mr. Hicken, our state FFA advisor, with the budget for the uh, full year for the association. That's my biggest responsibility as treasurer. As a state officer... Following your brother's footsteps and having your brother as a state president, how's that worked? No, well, it's a good experience for all of us. Obviously, we've grown up for 20 years. Uh, it's a lot of a lot of great opportunities. Uh, we kind of get closer together throughout the year, working together. Uh, the competition of brothers is obviously good, and it brings out the best in both of us. Uh, trying to make the best workshops, the best speeches, things like that. So we hold each other accountable, which is a good result. How do your folks like this? It's FFA. In their case, it's really Father Farms alone with you guys on the road all the time. 
Absolutely. That's why we got the one younger brother, Connor. He's holding up everything at home. So thank you, Connor. Oh, that's right. You got to have good family to be an FFA officer. That's for especially two. So how busy is your week, National FFA Week, Curtis? How much traveling around the district are you doing, a section? Well, after this weekend's Farm Forum on Saturday, Saturday the whole officer team is heading up to Shano for a wild game feed. Uh, then Sunday, I'll be down in Bangor. They're having a donkey basketball. I'll be the announcing, trying to bring all my inner Bob Bolsel in me. <laughs> and Monday, I'll be in, in Whitehall doing a chapter visit, uh, talking to them about FFA. Uh, it'll be the second one of the year for them. Tuesday, I'll be down in Toma at their alumni uh, FFA function. After a pancake supper, we'll have a euchre tournament I'm informed of. Wednesday, I'll be in Ellsworth doing a middle school chapter visit with a couple other officers. Thursday, I'll be in Arcadia in the morning for a speech. Then we're traveling up to Ashland for donkey basketball. Then Friday morning, we'll be back down in Madison uh, for uh, breakfast with the Secretary of Ag. And then later that day, going to Cashton for their FFA week activity. So, so full week. Busy week for you. So when you go to the schools now, you got your chapter visits. Uh, banquets will be coming up this spring. What kind of message do you like to share with the students that's important? My greatest message, I guess, is just for them to get involved. You never know what uh, can come out of something until you try it, and that's probably the biggest uh, trouble with kids these days is trying to get them to take that first step in doing things, and just getting them involved in FFA early will help them out later in life. So, And as you go through the rest of this year, between now and convention, when you'll give up your jacket, maybe, what uh, what kind of things do you guys on a chapter level and at the state officer level hope you can accomplish uh, the greatest accomplishment we're looking forward to is uh, hopefully uh, breaking our uh, membership totals uh, i believe our total is 21,250 members uh, we're kind of finalizing that number by march 2nd that's when the final deadline is for membership so we're hopefully going to accomplish that and when you go out for this uh, chapter banquets which are coming up later this spring what kind of things will you share with the uh with the members personal experiences or goals what kind of things do you want to impress on them certainly i try to bring in the personal experience uh maybe from the chapter visit but also just a funny story that everybody can relate to and hopefully drive home a point just to get involved things like that how important is national ffa week National FFA, FFA Week is very important. It's a chance to celebrate all the accomplishments that we've done in the last uh, year since 1928. Also, just get the great message out there and all the great things we do in our communities and in our schools. And I did kind of allude to it here a moment or so ago at the convention. Are you going to hang up your jacket or are you going to hopefully follow your brother? I don't know. That's a good question, but the primary numbers are looking good. The baits are going good, and I'm Curtis Walt seeing it, and I approve this message. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding there, but on a more serious note, I have to give it a little more thought, but I still got four months to decide for sure. But And you're still pursuing your education. Yep, up at River Falls right now, a sophomore there. I've got 16 credits right now, so trying to balance that with state office, but it's, it's fun. 16 credits is a big load. Curtis, have a great FFA week. Thank you. All right, Curtis Welzine, who is the state FFA treasurer from the Arcadia chapter during this National FFA Week. 
Do you live in a rural area? Are you looking for high-speed internet service? Then call Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite in Greenwood. Choose from three different speeds, 12, 25, or even 30 megabytes per second. Plus, right now, there's no activation fee, free basic install, and $20 off your first three-month service. Call Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite at 1-866-279-6544 to get your Viasat internet today. Some restrictions do apply. Viasat may prioritize data with the unlimited data plans once you reach a data mark. Monthly service lease fee in addition to monthly package fee. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 23 degrees here at the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. Let's have a look at some of the farm news in the region. President Trump said in a tweet Friday that farmers might receive yet another round of government support payments to offset losses the farmers are suffering because of trade wars. The president tweeted in all capital letters, quote, if our formally targeted farmers need additional aid until such time as trade deals with China, Mexico, Canada, and others fully kick in, that aid will be provided by the federal government, end quote. Farmers have already received about $23 billion in government payments since, 20, since 2018 after the president withdrew the United States from trade deals and placed tariffs on some trading partners, some of which, particularly China, placed retaliatory tariffs on U.S. ag products. U.S. ag Secretary Sonny Perdue recently said farmers shouldn't expect any more trade relief loss payments as all but Canada have ratified the U.S.-Mexico-Canada trade agreement and Trump administration officials reached a phase one of a deal with China. A USDA undersecretary said last week the president's tweet caught department officials off guard. Brought to you by United Mutual. You need reliable insurance, so trust United Mutual Insurance Company in Medford. They provided high-quality home and farm protection for north-central Wisconsin since 1878. They strive to be the company of choice for you. United Mutual Insurance Company provides homeowners, dwelling fire, farm owners, mobile homeowners, renters, umbrella liability, and small business insurance. Feel confident and secure in your choice of insurance. With United Mutual Insurance Company in Medford, call them for a quote, 715-748-6040. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. The largest organic conference in the country is again coming up right here in Wisconsin at lacrosse this when is it comes to educating Schultz. your child does it I'm feel like all the options are decided for you imagine an education designed specifically for your child's unique learning style and interests your child learning at their own pace about subjects that motivate them imagine being able to learn anywhere at any time that's education by design that's e-succeed e-succeed charter school is a 6 through 12 free virtual school that prepares your child for success in the real world it allows them to maximize their abilities learn specific behaviors and mindsets to be successful Learn more at esucceed.org. Esucceed, next generation learning. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. The largest organic conference in the country is again coming up right here in Wisconsin at Lacrosse. This is Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. Caitlin, that conference always brings us something interesting those folks at moses who present the conference bring interesting programs and projects and this year 
they're having some special awards. That's right, Scott. In fact, this year they have a new award called the Changemakers. Those are going to be presented this upcoming Thursday, the 27th. And that's at the conference just down the road from me at the Lacrosse Center. This is Caitlin Riley at the western end of the world's longest barn. And if you thought that we had diversity in agriculture, wait until you hear these stories. First up, we have Stephen Atchison. He's an Iraq war veteran from Blanchardville who didn't have a traditional start in agriculture. So he was pretty surprised to even be nominated. I thought they had made a mistake, you know, not because I haven't done work, but right off the top of my head, I was like, well, there's got to be at least 10 other people I can think of that, you know, have been really active at, at pushing for some change, too. And, you know, it took a while just for it to sink in. And I guess that's just because I know very well the quality of farmers that attend the Moses Conference. To think that my first Moses Conference was in 2014 and now in 2020 I'm being awarded, I was just completely honored and humbled. You being an Iraq war veteran, which thank you for your service. And once you left the military, you started doing a lot of work in the organic industry and also trying to help veterans become organic farmers. Do you want to talk a little bit about that transition, going from being in the military to starting peacefully organic produce? Well, I guess I'll take a step back maybe a little even further than that and just say that I do have a background in agriculture. I grew up on a dairy farm in the Kettle Moraine area, kind of south of Fond du Lac. I had to move off the farm when I was about 12 or 13. Upon coming back from my deployment and getting out of the military, it was, it was a rough transition. I mean, you know, my whole family and my whole life was in the military. And you get out and you realize really quickly that while there's a lot of uh, thank you for your services out there and a lot of people who mean well, there really isn't a lot of community-based support for veterans. You know, you have the VFW, you have the American Legion, and that's great. But when I got out of the military, I was definitely more of the anti-war sentiment. I joined an organization called Iraq Veterans Against the War and spent a lot of the time right after getting out of the military organizing demonstrations and marches and, and just generally speaking out against the militarism. While that was great for my personal angst, if you will, to get some things off my chest and to figure out a lot about myself, I couldn't look around and see the impact that I was having, impact in my community, impact in my own life. I had an opportunity after graduating with my engineering degree in 2013 from Platteville to, again, take a step back. And my partner, Steph, had introduced me to the CSA model of farming. She was a CSA member of a local farm. And we moved to Madison and, and joined a CSA farm ourselves and volunteered a couple days on that farm. And it was almost immediate after volunteering and working the fields there that that was something that I had really wanted to do or at least look into doing on a more regular basis. And so I started searching for just any kind of job that I could find on an organic farm in the area. And I ended up stumbling upon a farm that was owned by a veteran that had basically lost all of its management and employees leading up to the first week of CSA deliveries. So here I was, you know, no experience at all other than two days volunteering on an organic farm. Somehow got the job as manager of this CSA. You know, the first week in June was the first time I stepped down to the farm fields with weeds taller than me and <laughs> nothing but my smartphone and a bunch of hand tools. The only thing I could think to do was to call on the other veterans that I had been organizing with and it been involved in Iraq Veterans Against the War with and so two of them moved up from chicago and one of them would come after work from madison another one would drive up from argyle to help out and you know after making a lot of mistakes throughout the season we ended up really starting to get ahead of steam and producing a lot of the food for our csa right off the farm 
And so at the end of that 2013 season, the previous owner decided to kind of step away and gave my partner Steph and I the opportunity to take over ownership. What we had realized in that season by bringing all these other veterans out to the farm was that there was just a lot of camaraderie being built and a lot of healing that was happening by being productive and doing something that was helping our communities, being able to turn around at the end of the day and and actually seeing the real fruits of our labor. So going into 2014, Steph and I sat down and decided if we're going to do this, we're going to continue to incorporate veterans as much as we can, just based on how much we had benefited personally. So that's really what, what led us to starting Peacefully Organic Produce. For the next three years, that's all we focused on was trying to get as many veterans out to the farm to experience the benefits that we had experienced. And then you made a transition from vegetable farming to co-founding the South Central Wisconsin Health Producers Cooperative. How did that come about and what kind of inspired that change in your life? So when I first got out of the military in 2008, I was on seven, maybe eight different pills every day. I had two back surgeries already from an injury I sustained when I was deployed. So I was dealing with a lot of pain and PTSD, anxiety, insomnia. So I was on all these different pills while trying to go to school full-time for my engineering degree, and it just wasn't working. I felt like a zombie most of the time, barely able to function. And that's when a classmate of mine introduced me to cannabis as a medicine. And slowly over the next few months, I was able to replace every single pill that I was on with cannabis. And I can have continued to do that since 2009. I've been relatively pill-free. Fast forward to the very first week of CSA deliveries in 2016, I found myself still dealing with that injury and having a third emergency back surgery. So I was laid up in the hospital the first week of CSA deliveries in 2016, which was pretty stressful. At the end of the 2016 season with my injury and then some issues with our landowner and renewing our lease, we found ourselves physically unable to farm and just without land. We had to make the hard decision to shut down Peacefully Organic and to use the former cliche, move on to some greener pastures. That led to me forming Wisconsin Veterans for Compassionate Care, which is a nonpartisan coalition of veterans from around the state that advocate for legal medical cannabis. So we go and meet with legislators and law enforcement and really whoever needs to be met with to try to push that issue forward. When the farm ended in 2016, I was asked, you know, Steve, what are you going to do now? And immediately I said, I think I'm going to try to get medical cannabis legal. That effort dovetailed really well into 2018 when the federal government legalized industrial hemp specifically for CBD production. And because of my knowledge of uh, the cannabis industry and the cultivation of the plant, and it paired very well with the cultivation of hemp. And so immediately I was like, well, this is a great way for me to incorporate a couple passions into one. You know, my passion for agriculture, my passion for helping veterans, and medicinal cannabis could all come together with hemp. That's when uh, my really good friend Ethel Morris and I decided to start going to a lot of events that were geared towards hemp in the state. And what we realized very quickly is that there were a lot of nefarious characters running around the state trying to take advantage of farmers who are already desperate to find profit. That's when we started asking around other farmers within our Farmers Union chapter if they wanted to grow hemp. And some of them were approaching us saying they wanted to grow hemp. And so naturally, we just decided to form a cooperative, a producer-led cooperative, and that's what turned into South Central Hemp. And so we're, I think, maybe a month to two months away now from launching our very own certified organic line of CBD products. Is this a place where you ever thought yourself, 
a few years ago being at and where do you hope to be in the future? You just got to kind of take opportunities as they come to you. And this was just one of those situations where it just felt right. And I felt like I could really be useful, even if I couldn't actively be farming myself, that I could still really help other farmers remain on their land, remain profitable, or at least try to be profitable by growing a new crop. I tried to grow 500 plants last year, basically, in my front yard of our six-acre rural property that we have. Even that little bit was very physically challenging for me. So the thought of throwing around bulb crates full of summer squash or whatever, going to four farmer's markets a week, I'm far beyond that point where I could ever really consider doing that kind of work again. So now I'm relying on my ability to organize the experience that I gained working with Iraq Veterans Against the War, the experience that I had in the military, my previous farming experience is kind of all culminating in this effort to form this cooperative and push forward this kind of new narrative about agriculture and working with the farmers union i can't express enough how wonderful at least our chapter of the farmers union has been in terms of allowing me to really find my voice as an advocate i mean my full-time job is taking care of my almost eight-month-old newborn son which is the best job i've ever had in my life in fact he's sitting down on the floor right now looking at me so that's also why it was a little bit interesting to hear when i got the phone call from moses that i was getting this award because i'm like well i'm not even actively farming at the moment they said no that's exactly why we want to give this award to you it's about people who are maybe not going to qualify for you know lifetime farmer of the year but people who are still trying to do things to push forward agriculture and as now a recognized change maker do you have any advice for others in the industry keep reaching for your goals keep waking up every day and figuring out ways to move forward. Don't get stuck. It's really easy right now with the, with the shape of agriculture in our state to just kind of become a recluse and feel sorry about the situation you're in. But there's a lot of organizations out there that want to help and want to look for ways to make a better future for our rural landscape. Become active, you know, find an issue that you're passionate about and just keep pushing towards it. Thank you, Stephen. And once again, that's Stephen Atchison of Blanchardville, a change maker and one of the first to be honored with that title at the Moses Organic Farming Conference. And leading up to that conference, we will hear from the other individuals selected as change makers. And just a reminder, that's going to be at the Lacrosse Center. It starts Thursday, February 27th, and it goes through Saturday. From the western end of the world's longest barn in Lacrosse, I'm Caitlin Riley. Thank you for that, Caitlin. What a conference that's going to be. Hey, we're going to be hearing from Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock right after this. Equity Livestock Sales of Stratford, your experienced leader in livestock marketing, offering four sales a week, Monday through Thursday. The feeder cattle sale is every Wednesday at noon. Every first and third Tuesday of the month, there's a new 5% commission dairy cattle sale. Lower commissions mean they're working to put more money in your pocket today. Check them out on the web at equitycoop.com or call 715-687-4101. Equity Livestock, on the farm, in the market working together wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report 31 minutes past five o'clock here at wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report we have rocky olson on this morning after celebrating a great sunday how do we follow up with this rocky have another one that's what i say let's have another good day well it's going to be a good day whether the sun shines or not, isn't it? That's right. We're going to make it a good day either way. So tell us how busy you're going to be at the market this week, Rocky. 
about that in a minute. We'll tell you how last week went here uh, at Premier Livestock. We had a very busy week selling right at 3,000 head of livestock uh, on the fed cattle stronger market. High choice and prime Holstein steers 88 to 97. Low choice and select Holstein 78 to 87. Your choice beef steers and heifers 109 to 117. Market cows steady, high yielding cows 55 to 70. Most cows traded 45 to 54. Market bulls high yielding 75 to 92. Low yielding bulls below 70. Organic market cows sold every Monday, um, selling mostly from 62 to 82. Low yielding below 60. Newborn Holstein bull calves mostly from 25 to 125 per head. Uh, beef calves 50 to 225. Holstein heifer calves 10 to 75. Feeder cattle special uh, held last Tuesday. We had a nice run, uh, exceptionally good lineup of uh, cattle. Uh, selling 650 head. Most of the beef feeders bring in 125 to 160. Most of the Holstein steers bring in 75 to 95. Uh, this last Friday, uh, we did have our special monthly dairy heifer auction, selling over 600 head of dairy heifers. Uh, we had an extremely strong auction. Uh, we did have that uh, great group of right at 400 head for off of one dairy, 27,000 pound herd average. Most of them selling from 95 to 125 per pound. And we had the Swiss Open heifers off that deal, bringing 120 to 165 per pound. Like I said, excellent offering there. But uh, all the way through, heifers were much stronger. Uh, these heifers arriving to five different states out of our auction. This week, we're going to have a big week at Premier again. Uh, Wednesday, we got two herds. We got a 100 cow freestall parlor herd, all select sires breeding for over 30 years. We got another herd, a parlor freestall herd, a local herd, 60 cows. Uh, going to be coming up and also uh, we have 20 springing heifers AI bred AI sired right off of one dairy several reputation groups of fresh cows uh, one group averaging over 100 pounds also selling breeding bulls we have a sharp registered uh, Swiss bull uh, he is big enough and he is ready for cows fully registered also two red and white heifer sized bulls then this Friday we have another dairy cattle auction we have a special one owner auction this will be a closed auction just one owner at the sale uh, we're going to have 200 head, 95 cows, uh, very high-quality cows, 85-pound tank average. Uh, they're going to sell on test. They're going to have a low sell count of 150, have not been over 150 sell count in three years. Many cows milking into the hundreds. They're going to be tie-stall milk cows. Uh, they're accustomed to free-stall. We also have over 100 heifers selling off this herd, newborn calves through springers. If you're looking for exceptional genetics, uh, join us on Friday for the C-Press dispersal. They're coming right out of Stratford, Wisconsin. We'll have free pie and ice cream for everybody on Friday. Full details, lots and lots of pictures of these cattle on our website. That'll be at premierlivestockandauctions.com. Any questions, uh, if you can't make a sale and you're looking for cattle, give us a call. We'll get that arranged for you. Uh, 715-229-2500. And that's how it shaped up, Scott. Cows from how many states, Rocky? Cows went to, well, heifers went to five different states out of our sale. Wow. Wow. That's a big region there. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, well, it must, is. in part, that pie and ice cream, you know, a lot of people come for that, Rocky. Besides yeah. the good cattle. I mean, you guys have yeah, good cattle. Yeah. We, we get some that just come for the pie and ice cream, too, <laughs> and that, that, that's okay. But, yeah, hey, got to draw them in. Absolutely. Thank you, Rocky. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you. Okay, that's Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock.
What a weekend it was, as Rocky and I were describing there. Kelly, are we going to have another day or two like that? Speaking of Kelly Slifko over at Skywearing 13, of course. Yeah, you know, it's uh, maybe not going to be quite as warm, but I don't think anybody can complain about uh, this afternoon. Uh, yesterday, just unseasonably warm weather as we got up to uh, 46. Uh, today, we'll be down just a little bit as a weak cold front to pass through and high pressures building in uh, coming down from Canada. But once again, we should see some sunshine out there. So uh, definitely bright uh, as we were headed into the last week of February. Call for the uh, partly cloudy sky today up to about 38. Uh, skies will turn cloudy tonight, uh, low down to 25. We'll look at a cloudy sky tomorrow, 20, uh, 36. Uh, Wednesday, we do cool it down a little bit more. Cloudy skies, a high of 28, and partly cloudy skies on 30. Uh, on Thursday, a high temperature of 24. So really no precipitation in our forecast this week. Right now, we do have uh, clear skies in Eau Claire, temperature at 20 degrees. I'm Sky Warner 13 meteorologist Kelly Slipka. All right, Kelly, stay upright. I will. All right. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Kelly Slipka over at Sky Warren 13. Your days in the field start early and end late but no two are ever the same. You've got a lot invested in this land and even more riding on it in the future. For you, your family, and your community. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to do all we can to help you make it through the tough times and make the most of the good ones. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. Marika Gouda in Thorpe is currently seeking to fill a part-time and full-time retail position. They're also in need of a part-time grill cook at Cafe Duchess. Experience desired. Must be willing to work two weekends per month. If you're ambitious, dependable, friendly, and enjoy working with people, stop in at Marika Gouda. They are located at 200 West Liberty Drive in Thorpe or call Juanita at 715-669-5230. Marika Gouda is an equal opportunity employer. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 22 minutes before 6 here at the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. Let's go over to the Equity Altoona market to hear the latest report from Mark Koger. And then we'll be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Barn. Tell us the latest, Mark. Those beef steers and heifers selling from $1 to $1.14. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers 90 to 96 and a half. Choice Holstein steers 82 to 90. With your heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers selling from 82 and down. 20% of the slaughter cows on Thursday selling from 62 to 68. We topped at 71 and a half. 60% of the cows selling from 44 to 62. With 20% of the cows selling 44 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls on Thursday selling from 60 to 75. We topped at 82. Thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up. Here on Thursday, selling from 10 to $80 per head. The light and poor quality calves selling below your fancy beef calves, selling from 50 to $250 per head. A feeder cattle from a special sale on the 21st of February, 295 head at the sale. Your fancy vaccinated 3 to 600-pound beef steers, selling from $1.10 to $1.74. 6 to 900-pound beef steers, selling from $1.10 to $1.60. Fancy vaccinated three to six hundred pound beef heifers selling from a dollar five to a dollar thirty eight. six to nine hundred pound beef heifers selling from a dollar five to a dollar thirty eight. Fancy vaccinated three to six hundred pound Holstein steers selling from sixty five to a dollar with the six to nine hundred pound Holstein steers selling from sixty five to ninety two. Quick reminder: next special feeder sale here at the Altoona Market will be Friday, March the sixth. For more information on that sale or to consign cattle, please give us a call here at the market. This is Mark Colgan from the Equity Altoona Market. 
Thank you, Mark. And let's go over to Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equi. Jerry, you got your uh, roller coaster ride uh, togs on because we're going to have a roller coaster ride weather-wise from here on out, aren't we? It's going to be cold or cooler, warmer. We don't know. It's February and March. Well, Scott, and a good morning to you. Well, we're certainly very thankful for the nice weekend we had. Get get rid of some of the ice off the yards and the driveways and the uh, roofs and uh, uh, off the roads, too, and the sidewalks. So, But, uh, yeah, it's like you said, it's still February, March to come yet, you know, and uh, almost inevitably when the uh, state basketball tournament uh, occurs, it usually, usually brings snow. So we'll see what happens this year. But, uh, no, very nice day. Um, and today will be a nice day, too. I guess not quite as warm. but uh, So we'll take what we have here, and it's... Uh, winding down here in february but uh this will be a busy week at equity stratford so why don't i tell the folks about that yep tell us all about it jerry all right scott thank you and a very good morning to everyone as i mentioned a busy week on tap here at equity stratford first of all we will get underway this morning monday morning right away this morning with overnight delivered cattle we do sell market cattle fat cattle and bulls here on the monday auction we will get to those baby calves around 11 o'clock this morning and we'll finish up with the market cattle this afternoon tomorrow tuesday market auction does start at 11. moving ahead into wednesday uh just a reminder, our next hay auction will not be tomorrow. It will be next Wednesday, March 3rd, so keep that in mind. And uh, moving ahead to Wednesday, Wednesday auction does start at 10 o'clock with market auction. Uh, uh, we sell baby calves on Wednesday also. Feeder cattle sale Wednesday is at noon. Thursday auction does start at 11 o'clock with market cattle, baby calves about 1230 on Thursday. And we do have a Friday sale this week here, and folks in the dairy business, just a very excellent opportunity for you folks to buy some very top-quality dairy cattle. We've got a complete herd dispersal here in Stratford on Friday, February 28th, 10.30 a.m. start time on Friday morning. Uh, like I said, a complete herd dispersal, 150 cows, Holstein cows, all AI breeding. Some of these cows will be registered, power-free, stall-adapted, full vaccination program on these cows, and... Uh, a lot of these cows are giving over 100 pounds a day, and the current herd average is 72 pounds, 3.8 fat, 3.4 protein. You can see excellent components and a very respectable 124 on the somatic. So, again, they're coming out of Barron County here, and uh, they'll be on official test, and uh, all this information is on our website. So, again, folks, if you're looking for some, some really good cows, uh, come to Stratford here on Friday the 28th. Uh, and I guess, you know, so we'll we'll have that heard for sale. So excellent opportunity. And also do keep in mind one week from tomorrow, we also do have another complete herd dispersal here in Stratford on Tuesday, March the 3rd. There will be 44 Holstein cows in that herd. And, again, that information on our website. Also, we do have a special color breeds dairy sale coming up here in March. So a lot of stuff coming up here. And all this information on our website, Equity Co-op, click on the Stratford page. You can call us, 715 687 4101. So, Scott, uh, busy time of the year coming up, and, uh, well, I don't know. Uh, have you talked to Kelly over there? Is uh, is an early spring on tap, or is just just a little uh, reprieve here? He's holding out with uh, with your opinion. <laughs> He's holding out, Jerry. That's the best I can say. Well, at least, and I guess uh, uh, sounds like later on today or, well, first part of tomorrow or whatever, southern Wisconsin could get... Uh, some additional snow but doesn't look like nothing for us here though no not much of any if if any yeah southern wisconsin might get a couple inches so we'll talk to you about that tomorrow 
Scott, you have a nice day. Enjoy this day. And, uh, well, be careful if you go out today. I mean, you don't take yep. the sunscreen. You don't want to get sunburned That's in right. February. <laughs> That's right. Slip on the ice and sunscreen. We'll talk to you tomorrow, Jerry. Thank you, Scott. That's Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Market. Make plans right now to join us on our Holiday Vacations Austria and Germany Farm Tour August 3rd through the 11th featuring the Oberammergau Passion Play done every 10 years. We'll visit farms in Germany and Austria. We'll visit Salzburg, the home of Mozart and the Sound of Music. We'll visit the Neuschwanstein Castle in the Bavarian Alps, the model for the castle in Disney World. We'll go to Munich, the Hofbrauhaus, Hitler's Eagle's Nest, and the Dachau Concentration Camp. Call Holiday Vacations 1-800-826-2266. Join us in Europe in August. Stay informed, inspired, and entertained anytime with the Audible app. Listen to best-selling audiobooks, exclusive originals, and more. Your first audiobook is free at audible.com. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 23 degrees as we continue down the alley with the chores on this morning's Wax Midwest Farm Report. And I have on the phone, who do I have on the phone? I have Michelle on the phone over at, over at uh, Tureen Livestock in Thorpe. Boy, it's tough getting old, Michelle. It's tough getting old. We'll, we'll blame it on this Monday after a nice weekend. Oh, we'll do that. Did you, uh, I, I do admit, I'm going to tell everybody right now, I did get some porch sitting in for a few minutes yesterday and did a little bit of reading on a bench because that sun was just feeling way good. I know. It was beautiful out. I actually got outside for a walk, and then it was nice just to grill out. It is amazing going through town how many people pulled their grills out for the weekend. <laughs> so. You know, that's one thing that I always smile about. I'm not, I don't care if it's 40 below zero. My grill goes out. I, I grill in all weather, and I, I don't wait for the warm days. No, Greg does the same thing, but we do pull the charcoal grill out. He usually does the gas grill during the winter, yeah. so charcoal grill was nice, and it does have a different flavor. So yeah, It sure does. It sure does. So give us the flavor of what's going to happen in the market. All right. Thank you, Scott. Coming up the week from February 17th at Terrain Livestock Market in the Slaughter Market for the week we tapped at 73. 80% of the cows flip from 46 and above. Market cows were 59 to 70. Low-yielding cows 48 to 58. Thin and weak cows 46 and down. In the Holstein Steer Market, Choice and Prime 80 to 95. Selects were 78 and down. For beef-head steers and heifers, Choice 92 to 111. Selects for 87 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef tests came in at 62 to 78, with the utilities at 58 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality hosting bull cows slipped from 35 to $120 per head. Lighter and lower quality cows, $25 per head and down. Hosting heifer cows were 10 to $55 per head. Beef cows, $100 to $225 per $225 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butchers. Sows were 22 to 33. Boars were 10 and a half and down. Our next sale will be today. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all of us at Turin Livestock, your family owned an upright market. Have a great day. Thank you so much, Michelle. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good. Take care. Great.
Today, it's part three in our series of getting a good alfalfa stand with Dr. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program. Dan, one, we talked about herbicide and herbicide carryover, the importance of a proper soil pH, seed placement. Today, what's your advice? Well, this is very important and something that we oftentimes don't pay enough attention to, Bob. Uh, alfalfa is a very small seed, and because it is, it needs to be placed fairly shallow in the soil, uh, much more so than wheat or corn or soybeans. And because we are placing it shallow, then the depth of placement becomes far more important. Uh, this is uh, one of the reasons that the brilliant seeders have been so popular, because they press the soil ahead of and then drop the seed and then press the soil afterwards just with the corrugated rollers uh, pushing it at appropriate depth into the ground. Uh, those are really good seeders for that region. reason. A lot of farmers have uh, shifted to drills, and drills can do a, an equally fine job and, in fact, work over a wider range of soils, particularly the heavier soils and the sandier soils than a brilliant does. But with cedars, it, it drills, it is important to pay attention to where the seed is placed. And it is very common for us to put the seed into the field too deep. And this is why in the spring when you come by as the alfalfa is emerging, You'll see rows that have come up and are nice and thick, and right next to it is a row with very little coming up. And the reason is the difference in that the disc was putting the seed uh, between those two adjacent rows. So do make sure that you have your drill adjusted and properly maintained. We do want good press wheels to follow up. The closer the press wheel is to the disc opener, the more that it is going to control the depth of the disc. Uh, depth bands are a good idea. They're not very common, but they really work well to place that seed shallow. One of the tools that you can use to test is to seed a few feet with your drill and then get off and look behind the drill. If you see about 10% of the seed on the soil surface, then you are probably seeding the rest at the right depth. If there is no seed on the soil surface, then you're probably putting the seed too deep on the average. So do think about having a little bit of seed on the surface. Uh, that will indicate that you're seeding in that uh, quarter to half an inch of depth, and then uh, with a good press wheel and packing the soil, you should get a good stand. Uh, this is far more important now than it was years ago with the high price of some of the seed. Uh, most of the seed companies are recommending 18 pounds per acre uh, because they're assuming most farmers will not have good drills. If you have a good drill or uh, hire somebody to do it for you, uh, you can cut your seeding rate by 30 to 50 percent, and in fact, that extra seed savings could go to renting a drill or hiring somebody to do it for you. But do keep in mind that the high seeding rates are due to the assumption that farmers will uh, not have good seed depth placement, and then the extra seed becomes necessary to get a stand. Very good. Thanks, Dan. Again, 
in our series today talking about seed placement to get that good alfalfa stand this spring. Dr. Dan Anderson, our state forage specialist, on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Heading toward the milk house with the morning chores here at Wax 104.5. Eight minutes before 6 o'clock. Let's have a look at the morning markets. On the grains futures, March corn is up, down four rather, at 373. March oats down three at 293. March soybeans down eight at eight eighty two. Soybean meal for March is at two hundred eighty seven dollars and thirty cents a ton. That's down a dollar ninety. And March wheat is at five forty three. That's down eight. Country elevator prices: corn at Baldwin, Durand, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek is at three thirty eight. And soybeans at those locations is at eight thirteen. Osseo has corn at 3.43 and beans at 8.13. Stevens Point has beans at 7.99. Elk Mound corn 3.48 and beans 8.21. Sparta corn is 3.39 and beans 8.13. And Ellsworth corn is at 3.30 with beans at 8.13. At the ethanol plants, Boyceville the corn has is at 3.63. Stanley is at 353 and New Richmond is at 350. Dummer's Grain Service and Buck Country Grains prices have corn at 347 and beans at 826. On the dairy side of things, barrels of cheese ended the week Friday up a half at 159. 40 pound blocks ended at 176 and three quarters, and grade double A butter was steady at 175 and a half. The Class 3 milk futures, February is up 6 at 1701, March down 2 at 1664, April down 16 at 1656, May down 17 at 1671, and those prices are down through the rest of 2020. You put your mower through a lot. All that back and forth on all those acres can add up to thousands of miles. Gravely Commercial Mowers are built for all-day performance, helping you get the job done season after season. And right now, at Union Trailer and Power Equipment, you can get up to 20% off MSRP on Gravely Commercial Zero-Turn Mowers during the Gravely Mow the Distance sales event. Head into Union Trailer and Power Equipment today. Hurry, sale ends March 28th. Gravely, built to mow the distance. You have to be tough to be the world's number one selling farm tractor. Mahindra Tough. Mahindra tractors have a heavy-duty steel frame, quick attach loaders, and all the attachments to get your work done. 0% interest and huge savings on Mahindra, the official tractor of tough. Hurry into Union Trailer and Power Equipment for heavy-duty savings at our Mahindra Spring Sales Event. Stop in for extra savings on our mowers and tractors during our open house on March 26th. Union Trailer and Power Equipment, your local Mahindra, Gravely, and Aaron's dealer. Quality products, expert service, Union Trailer Sales. Agriculture, 
It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. As we head into the Milk House at 5 to 6 this morning with the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report, I'm taking a sip of a great cup of coffee from Revolution Coffee down at Black River Falls. Great coffee, great drinks in general, even some adult drinks there, and good food. Right on the main drag in Black River Falls, Revolution Coffee. And today I'll be heading around the countryside. I'll be out toward Thorpe mostly with the farm truck. If you happen to see the Wax 104.5 farm truck parked around someplace, stop by and say hello to me or if if Bob is driving it, Bob or whoever's driving it, say hello to us. We enjoy that out there. Let's take a look at a couple of local news stories as we wrap up the morning. A former UW football player has been charged with two counts of homicide in connection to a drug deal earlier this month. According to reports, Marcus Randall L. was charged late last week in connection to the February 10th shootings of 30-year-old Sarah Winchester and 27-year-old Brittany McDory. Reports are that witnesses who knew Winchester say she was afraid of Randall L. because she owed him money. Marcus is the brother of former NFL player Antoine Randall L. Organizations of the annual Special Olympics Wisconsin Polar Plunge say the cold wasn't a factor for the nearly 200 people taking a part in this year's event. Last year, the Polar Plunge raised more than $1.3 million to support 10,000 Special Olympic athletes in Wisconsin alone. A representative with local Special Olympics says the Eau Claire event is usually one of the largest fundraising events for the organization across the country. You can still donate by visiting polarplungewi.org. 